Judging Book Covers podcast. I'm Meg Griffin, and I am here with my two amazing co-hosts, Stephanie Cortez and Ollie Brady. And holy shit, I did that in one take. Yes. <laughs> Success. How are you guys? <laughs> Good. It's, uh, you know, been a while. <laughs> it's It's been a minute, yeah. I We've to had some life the changes. Creed song there, and I was like, I better not. I don't want to do it. It's been a while. I'm doing it anyway. <laughs> Walked right into that one. Yeah. I did. Some stuff's gone down the past year, but yeah. we're back and committed to reading. <laughs> that sounds really fucking weird. You know what? I need to say we're it, We're tr- looking like... for patience and relaxation and reading again. Yeah. I'll be honest, Megan, I'm casually reading. Um, I'm oh. reading several books at the same time. I don't know about you guys Ooh. and your committed to reading stuff. Spicy. Always, always reading multiple books at once, which made actually the book we read this time a little hard because it was like my third something involving women in woods and like <laughs> kind of like some isolation thing. And thankfully this one was on the West Coast, not the East Coast. So... Um, but yeah, uh, I don't remember how we start these things. I think we talked about some stuff beforehand, but God, it's been a minute. Uh, <laughs> this is fair. Right. We already did that though. We did. Yeah. That's stuff fair. we read before, stuff we book. watched yeah. before. Yeah. <laughs> we just like ran the gamut oh. with that. Oh, so much. So do we, much. I keep do telling we want everybody to... about traitors. <laughs> yeah do we want to talk about what everyone's been up to since the last time we recorded because it's been a, a minute it's been yeah it's been yeah, almost a year months. yeah yeah has it been a yeah. year um, almost i think i feel like the last time i was think like the, april yeah spring or summer early summer yeah. yeah yeah so yeah a lot of stuff happened i ended up starting a production company and a podcast that literally took 50 hours of my life a week and I, I think I only read like 70 books last year, oh which my God. is a, it's a fucking lot. It's a fucking lot. Don't get me wrong. But someone who read almost 300 a year, that's a big dip. I am going to look at my I, reads. I was about to say, I I had minimal life changes. We moved. <laughs> I just took on a big project that like I could have at any point walked away from, unlike some people's last year. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> I, I just... 300 i know i okay but when you had like was was one of them mr strong and like <laughs> okay <laughs> one, i did reread i did reread the animorph series but honestly i at the time i had a subway ride and walk that was an hour and a half uh both ways 45 minutes on a good day um and i like to walk around at lunch and read so like i was reading constantly in new york part of so, the reason oh, i wait. moved i was like huh, this city's not for me Oh, so when you say read, you you mean you were listening to audiobooks? Well, I don't distinguish between any format of reading. No, I was reading. I was reading in all different formats. Yes, but if you want me to break my books up over what I actually read, and what format I read, no. What if I told you I was one of those dickheads who don't take them? Out? Oh no! Then then Ollie, it's been really wonderful talking to you, but we are going to ask you to leave the podcast. <laughs> well. Well, hold on a second. Are we even on a podcast if people are listening to that? Yeah, listen, oh my I, God. Just for the record, if you were listening to this. You know to what's crazy? Is people believe that shit. That's what's crazy. Yeah. 
No, I agree. But you know what's crazy? I moved our RSS feed over to Anchor in the past year because Libsyn cost money and Anchor's free. And that's what I was using to host uh, my other podcast. And also, it allowed us to get on Spotify very easily. We have Spotify followers. We haven't released a podcast in a year, but we have Spotify followers. We have Spotify followers? Yeah. We have Spotify oh, followers. Yeah. And I'm not one of them because I didn't know they were on there. No. So it's not me. I didn't tell. Yeah, it was one of those things. I was like, eh, I'm just going to do this. And because, you know, I was paying 20 bucks a month. I was like, well. Every, every time we do an episode, I learn something new about the podcast. <laughs> yeah. I'm so sorry, guys. We, that sounds terrible. We and changed who we were, where we are hosting our stuff. We are on Spotify. I, I do believe I told you I was switching it because I, it was free. But it was. I think you so might have actually. Yeah, you might have. Okay, I'm following we, it now, but I have, can't see who follows it. No, that's but fine. now there's we one more. Ten, there, we Ooh. have ten before Stephanie, ten Spotify followers, which just made me laugh. I was just like, okay, and yeah, we've had about a thousand listens in you know, a like year off. I was about to say we have a lot oh. of books for them to go through. So this is true. We have a episodes. lot of random books to talk about. Yeah. So oh, when we did challenges, uh, I like I to think of them as being similar to my forty-five followers on Instagram. My Hell yeah. completely blank, never been used Instagram. <laughs> Still has forty five <laughs> followers for some reason. They're waiting because one so day, waiting. one day you're yes. gonna post a picture. One day, well, exactly. Whoever Lilibet is, she keeps sending me messages. So uh, I'm assuming she's a real person. That's okay. My cat just jumped on my chair to prove she could. Yep. Well, we. She are was very graceful another. about it too, Megan. <laughs> I know. Oh, she's got the she's got the zooms. Uh, we are adding another book to that list today. We read "What Lies in the Woods" by Kate Alice Marshall, which I found out was not my first Kate Alice Marshall book, and I have loved both books I've read by her. The other was "Rules for Vanishing." It's a YA horror book that is delightful. I mean, like it is spooky. I listened to it all in one day while cleaning the house, and like was legit creeped out. Oh. I actually turned around and bought it when I realized it was the same author, and I genuinely loved this book. Nice. I also very much enjoyed this book. It has been a very long time since I've actually read a book that was not about babies or keeping a baby (laughs) alive or getting them to sleep. Um, That's fair. Because that's what I did in our time (laughs) was had a baby. (laughs) Wait, what? I am learning something new about this podcast every time. He's the cutest kid. <laughs> He's so fucking adorable. Thank you. Listen, I have a kid, and I would be strung up if I was to say that another kid was cuter than mine. That but is I will say, I get to say that. I will say, Stephanie's little boy. It's pretty, pretty down close. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's a good close second for you. Yeah, yeah I get that. Yeah. Well, Fair. Donald's nine now. He's getting past the cute stage. It's too heavy for me to pick up. Oh, yeah. He's... He's going to hit his awkward years. I hope he's still adorable in those yeah. two. Oh, yeah, he's bloody adorable. And he knows it. Yeah, it's oh. bad when they know it. I think I, I think mine already knows it. Like, Yeah. <sighs> yeah. But yeah, that's <laughs> but what I've been still, reading. He's still nice and small. He is still nice and small. He's getting heavy, though. It's <laughs> for like 15 oh. pounds, maybe. <laughs> oh. Did, you, did you read like all of those what to expect when you're expecting? So and... I bought that. Did you watch? <laughs> did not but i did buy what to expect the first year and i was just like 
this is a lot. Um, I feel like Jordan's sister told me <laughs> it was overwhelming, but I was like, all right, I don't understand like what, breastfeeding, like how what clothes, like because they grow so fast, how much. Shit. So I bought it and I read maybe the first couple chapters, and ever since then it's just been like a resource of all right, why is he doing this? <laughs> Oh, that's a good point. You know, that's a good way to read so, it. Yeah. But I did read. You don't need to know everything. Right. To scare yourself. There's yeah. other little books that I've read, like Happy Little Baby, or is it Happiest Baby, Happy Little Happiest Baby on the Block, something. The Five S's, Shushing, Soothe, it's whatever. That um, Precious Little Sleep, <laughs> and there's okay. another one. Oh, Mother's on Call. That was like to get him on a schedule. Nice. <sighs> so yeah. Have you avoided um, joining any mothering or parenting Facebook group? Yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm not doing that. I am on Reddit because Reddit has been very Reddit helpful. Reddit is great. They yes. have great rules. Yes. 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 They very much have whatever Facebook toxicity like Reddit yeah. has blocked. I agree. Yeah, for sure. Reddit, like, with because I've asked tons of questions. I've asked probably not tons, a few. And I think they've all been sleep related. How do I get them to sleep? <laughs> Through the night and all that. Because <laughs> you become obsessed with the concept of sleep and getting someone to sleep when they're waking I up a ton. Imagine. Or yeah. when they do sleep through the night periodically or like randomly and then they don't do it consistently. Like, well, you can do it. So how do we get you to do it? So he's doing it more now. But it was, there was a That's good. a time there of like, you did it. What's going on? <laughs> do it again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When, when Dolan was very small, um, I got into a habit of it was basically ASMRing him to sleep. So I'd, I'd hold him, mm-hmm. walk, and then just count. Mm-hmm. And just be like... And then obviously as a maths teacher, I was loving this because yeah. I was counting, right? And I was hugging <laughs> the baby, so it was great. And then around about... By the time he got up to about seven or eight months, and he just enjoyed this. And it, he would, it was like he was just playing with me. Hanging out. And he'd start doing this thing where he's like, oh, I'm drifting off. And I'm like, oh, it's going to drift off. And as soon as I stopped counting, he'd be like, eh? That's when you switched to uh, math equations. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it was like, I remember reading a dad, like, was he opened a book about something that, like, he was going to read it to put his kid to sleep. And, like, the kid ended up loving it. It was something like jet propulsion oh, or maybe my. something like NASA. Or, I don't remember, but mm-hmm. it was, like, started asking questions and he was like, oh, damn it. Right, this is the opposite <laughs> of what I was trying to do. I was trying to yes, not engage like, you. <laughs> proud, but also what? Yeah, go to sleep. <laughs> why? Why is, the, why is the force proportional to the area? Why? Just is, Dude, right? That just is how is. you put me to sleep as a kid. Pull out a science book. My mom was like, I don't understand. You're so good at it. I hated it so much. Oh. <laughs> like, it, it hit me. It was sad because I really wanted to be a tornado chaser. I wanted to be an astronaut. And then I realized how much science I needed and was like, never mind. Gotcha. <laughs> Did you want to be a tornado chaser because you saw Twister? Uh, and in part, like that is ninety percent what it is. I also lived in Arkansas, which is in Tornado Alley. Oh yeah. So like tornadoes, I grew up like knowing what to do in a tornado. It, it's never been a terrifying thing for me. One time we drove in this storm, like this beautiful storm, because um, when my mom moved to Georgia, I had to go back and forth between my parents. Flying was sometimes expensive. Anyways, mom driving, we realized 
we like d- were driving past the tornado and like my sister's in the background s- or back seat scream she screamed herself to sleep oh god um, she was so terrified and and i was just like pretty I but also think i would have been fucking terrified would have been your sister probably that would have been me nope yeah yeah poor caitlin god bless her <laughs> the actual uh the actual twister ride that used to be at universal studios scared mm-hmm. the shit out of her as well. oh no so like <laughs> love her love her to death don't know how anyways she's moving back down to the south like next week i'm so excited oh wow <laughs> uh, that's awesome so ollie what did you think of this book this is certainly one of the books that i have read um <laughs> and i enjoyed uh the experience of reading because it okay. is a pleasurable thing. And uh, the book itself was not what I would call my cup of tea or good. That's fair. Um, uh, <laughs> okay. I love That's all fair. these gentle ways until you got to or good. <laughs> it, it, right. I, I did, I'm being a little bit harsh. Um, it, of the books we've read recently, and I, I love coming onto the podcast and reading completely different books than what I would normally read because I, I'm a big fantasy nerd bloke. Like I'm reading, I'm doing maths equations with my kid for God's sake. And, uh, so reading these books like thrillers and uh, vaguely horror stuff and a little bit of space opera we read once or twice. Uh, oh my God. I, 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 I've come to, I've come to realize that I just enjoy reading again and it's nice and it's great. And yet as I was reading this book, I was like, I don't like this other style i don't like her conversational style i don't like any of these characters and i think there's next to no character development over like at least half of the people in the book i like naomi as an adult and i liked ethan but i don't think ethan changes from like the first time we meet him when he's like oh to ask you questions about my podcast that's what i'm putting his voice to me um (laughs) And I love it. End, I love it. I'm here for and it. And then the end, he finishes with, <laughs> "You won't be in my podcast." Then <laughs> it's just he was a little more on, honest man. that time around, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, think... but I, I think maybe I was a little bit put off because, right? There's twists, and then there's twists, and then there's somebody who twists again. Just, for, just, just. It's almost like they're trying to show off that they can put an extra twist in. And okay. I just, I just. You didn't feel like they paid off. I felt like they paid off in what somebody would say. Mm, look at how clever and twisty I was. It felt almost like we were M Night Shyamalan in it. <laughs> a little bit okay, too okay. much. And again, I, this is not my usual genre. No, no, um, no. Like we're not. I we're not judging you. It's just no. you know. Every, yeah, we can no, all like I, different some, things or dislike yeah. different things. I do have a question and, that seems unrelated, though. Have you yeah. both seen? I feel like Megan has the Cabin in the Woods. I have wait Cabin in the Woods. The knock Joss at the Cabin Sweden? in the Woods. No, not knock. Just Cabin in the Woods with uh, Thor. Okay, that was my was question. Thor. Yes, I've seen. Yes, I've yeah. seen both actually. Okay, I don't know why, I'm, but I just to make sure which one I'm thinking that's about the Joss Whedon one. <laughs> yes, yes, that's fair. Have you seen it, Ollie? It fucking sucks, but I love it. I yes, know. yes. Um, what did you guess think which of movie it? I don't like? Uh, Cabin in the Woods. Why don't you um, like Cabin in the Woods? Twists? Because Cabin in the Woods. All right. Do you hear what I said a couple of minutes ago about this book? <laughs> yes. That's what Cabin in the Woods is to me. About being and clever. 
it, it thinks it's being clever. <laughs> and to me, it's not being clever. It's okay. just, it's pushed itself beyond that binaries into meta humor, where I just don't like meta humor and I never liked it. Now, not, or th- this book here um, is not meta in, in any way. I just think that that extra twist at the end to, uh uh uh, but what about this guy? He's also bad. You and George should hang out because when you said the thing about this book, thinking that it's clever, I was like, that's what he has said about Cabin in the Woods. And I fucking love Cabin in the Woods. He hated that I movie. I do too. It's the first so time, fucking great. The first time I was like, you guys see this movie? It's so great. We hung out. We watched it. He was just like not enjoying it. And I was like, let's Good. ask Ollie. Yeah, you have the George. same view. Um, and so I'm not going to tell him to read this book. <laughs> also, he doesn't fair. like scary stuff. But. I guess you hang out. Yeah, no, that makes sense. That's, yeah, I guess, like, for me, it's, I reckon it, it was a good mystery. I felt like every twist that happened, well, maybe not believable to you, but again, look at the fucking world we live in, Ollie. Half the shit that's going on right now, if we wrote it into a book, we would be told it was unbelievable. But again, I get it. And I just felt like every twist paid off. Yeah. In my opinion. Like, I feel like there are a lot of mysteries where a lot of twists come out of left field. Mm-hmm. And especially a lot of the ones in the second half of the book um the like fake out twist surprised me but when it actually was revealed who who stabbed naomi Mm -hmm. i i that i had figured out Mm. um the fact that she Mm -hmm. had convinced yeah uh yeah yeah. okay and now i know we do spoilers and i'm not gonna think but um (laughs) i'm gonna read the little blurb here yeah Naomi Shaw used to believe in magic 22 years ago she and her two best friends Cassidy and Olivia spent the summer roaming the woods imagining a world of ceremony and wonder they called it the goddess game the summer ended suddenly when Naomi was attacked miraculously she survived her 17 stab wounds and lived to identify the man who had hurt her the girl's testimony put away a serial killer wanted for murdering six women they were heroes and they were liars. Now, I read the back of that. And yeah. I, I, this is not me saying I am I'm clever or anything like this here. I read the back of that. And as soon as it got to and they were liars, and you're like, right, the girl stopped. I said the same and... thing. <laughs> well, yeah, I yeah. don't believe that that, like, when it was finally revealed, again, I, I agree. I feel like that was kind of where we were headed the mm-hmm. entire time. I do think that the fake out was good, though. I also liked the why. She was fucking crazy. Yeah. I, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. It's like, like the way was, they just... They that explained. was good. We should go ahead, because this book came out last month. So oh. let's go ahead and yeah. just finish up like a, a base level discussion. And then we'll yeah. jump to spoilers just to... Yeah, I forgot this is a very recent book. <laughs> um, I can see that. Like, yeah, our taste being different. That mm-hmm. that makes sense as to why you didn't enjoy it and why we did. And... and some of what you said, the character development and mm-hmm. stuff, you're not wrong. Yeah. Um, but I don't, I guess for me, this book wasn't about character development. It's about trauma and how deeply trauma is ingrained. Yeah. Um, and I went yeah. into it not really yeah. expecting character. De- I was more like, well, just who did it? <laughs> like, I just want to know yeah. who did it. And we do get the answer. So I was like, okay. And I do, there were some twists that I was like, okay, all right. Because I didn't guess the why. Um, I didn't guess that 
I didn't guess yeah, both that, people that yeah. were involved, not involved, but kind of, you know, at the end, the both, the two bad people who were <laughs> revealed at the end, I did definitely guess uh, Serial Killer Jr. over there, though. <laughs> I Same, yeah. I think a lot of what annoyed me about it is, and I messaged in our group chat there about this about three weeks ago, I just watched the first season of Yellow Jackets. Oh, and I fucking love. Yellow Jackets is freaking great. And then yes. after I finished Yellow Jackets, then I started reading the book. And I'm like... That's fair. That it, going, I will say if I had gone from Yellow Jackets to this, I, I don't know if I would have loved it the same. I went from Writer's Retreat to this. And Writer's Retreat was fine. I thought... And, and it had a lot of twists as well. Mm-hmm. And so it... In a way, this is the third twisty book I've read in a row. Um, and this one I feel like was heads and tails better than the other Ooh, two interesting. at what it was trying to be. Not that I didn't like the other two. They did what they wanted to do. And I will say Writer's Retreat, actually, there's a couple things in there that got me. Um, but I don't know. It was a good story. I read it in one day. Like I <laughs> sat there and started the audiobook. At work, and then when I got back to my hotel room that night, I uh, hopped on voice chat with Red to hang out. And I like while he was drawing, I read this book. I sat there on my mm. Kindle, like I just it it was readable. Yeah. Um, and I could shut out the rest of the world and try to figure out if I was smarter than Naomi. Yeah. Um. But yeah, for me, like it's. Tr- <laughs> I mean, okay. Did you guys like? believe in magic as a kid and, and have like we so the house down the street from my mother for whatever reason we branded as it that a witch lived there and it is entirely big probably because we never saw the owner mm-hmm. um mm. and she just was so mystical to us but like i truly believed that a scary witch lived in that house so reading like playing the goddess game summer in the woods i was like oh shit this could have been me you know yeah so I think I always wanted to believe because I, I feel like I related back to like when I found out Santa Claus wasn't real. I remember asking my mom like, "Is because you know some kids at school were talking?" So I asked, and the uh-huh. she kind of looked at me like she wasn't ready for this question. Like my adult brain's like, "Oh, she wasn't ready for this." She was like, "Yeah, yes, because your parents are real." And I was like, "Okay, I accept that." It was a good answer. And then I kind of okay. just translated that to like other magical concepts. I think so, like wanting to believe in witches. Playing light as a feather, stiff as a board at sleepovers for sure. Um, yeah. But like, kind of also not. But also like. No, that's fair. I would never play the Bloody Mary game in the bathroom because fuck that. That's, yeah. <laughs> no, like, yeah. Just there in case. I realized the other day for my mother, anything, I'm like, she was like, I don't care how old you are. No Ouija boards in your fucking house. Yes. I'm not okay with that. Uh, and. But if you asked her if she believes in ghosts, she'd say no. Yeah. But, like, she don't believe in that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's fair. And, like, anything that I do, like, my mother has kind of accepted that I'm her weird-ass oldest <laughs> child. And she's like, because, like, I own a, de- a demon dictionary. Mm-hmm. It is it is for uh, a, a writing project that I'm working on. But I jokingly was like, I, oh, when I put it on my Christmas list, she was like, okay, I, if I will... I'm okay with this being on here, but you have to promise not to actually summon anything. And I was like, no, that's fair. I totally understand that. Like, yes. I am the kind of person who 100% would. But 
Have you guys played Phasmophobia? I can't imagine you have, Stephanie. Stephanie. (laughs) Stephanie. (laughs) Phasmophobia got into me. I have not. But it's... Have you heard of it? I don't think so. It's an indie game where you play like you're a ghost hunter. And so, like, you wear headphones, you talk to people on comms, and you go into the house and have to identify what kind of ghost is or mm. what kind of haunting is there. Um, you can die. Oh, and okay. It's very <laughs> scary. And, like, I love it so much. I can't play it on my own, but I absolutely love just being like, all right, we're a group of ghost hunters. And, yes, it's like haunted houses for me. Yeah. <laughs> You you streamed it uh, last week. Sometime. It did oh, actually. Nice. Yeah, it is on my Twitch. Hell yeah, I got to put it on my YouTube. I popped in and said, uh, nice. "I'm a spooky ghost." And then, <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> yeah. And then, then my internet died. Oh no! And I was like, oh no! So, I so maybe I am a spooky ghost. <laughs> I should ask them if they want to play again tonight and show off my new hair. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know, Stephanie. What did you What did you enjoy? I really liked the. I I picked it because I wanted to do like a who done it. What's the answer? What's the like solve yeah. the mystery? And I like books that keep me guessing. Um, so I wasn't super mad that I guessed one thing, although I felt like I guessed it early on. That yeah, was pretty <laughs> early on. Um, that's fair. And even though like the first words out of my mouth when I read the jacket, like Ollie was like, "Okay, those, these girls did it, or one of them." Yeah. But they did it, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But like, I just liked the like the twists and like the what's going on and who's following her why are they following her i was also suspicious of mitch her boyfriend that we meet at the very beginning i was suspicious of everybody um actually i i was not actually suspicious of the other person involved at the end (laughs) until we got closer and i was like oh no that's that's fair that's fair yeah (laughs) very disappointing yeah Um, that was not a twist that was just a disappointment yeah it was a betrayal It was. It was. Betrayal. It was. I was like, very, very upset with him. I was like, what is going on? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I like <laughs> books where, like, the the female characters don't have to be perfect. Like, even our yeah. main character that we're rooting for, I was rooting for her. I didn't want her to die. I didn't want, you know, I wanted her to be able to solve the mystery of what happened to her when she was a kid and not die doing it. But she's not perfect. Like, she's, she's. She'll, like I think she even says like her coping skills like she'll sleep like she kind of slept around in college and but she was better at being safe than Cassidy which is why Cassidy has a kid. <laughs> um, yeah, that's fair. You know she's not perfect. Um, like her relationship with her dad is not perfect. Her dad's an alcoholic and like a hoarder. Um, so I I like when there's these imperfect characters and also when women are the ones who are you know not that I support what her friend did, <laughs> but she was crazy. Like she's no, a little bit of a psycho. <laughs> There's a lot of craziness in this book. Let's mm-hmm. be real. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I enjoyed the ride all the way through, like, <laughs> to the point yeah, where as I was getting, yeah. as I was getting close to the end, I was like, okay, George, I have to tell you what's going on. And then I need <laughs> to tell you my theory. And then my theory kind of kept changing. <laughs> as more information came. Um, so yeah, like when I do that, that means I'm really enjoying the book. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think either of us considered it deep literature, but it did. I think it set out to accomplish what it did yeah. for me. Yeah. Um, all right. So at this point, we are going to talk spoilers. Um, you can jump towards the end if you want to hear what media and books we are loving and what we are planning on reading in March and what we are planning to enjoy in March. Because there's so many good things coming out in March that I want to just talk about really quick. 
But yeah, we're going to jump into spoilers now. So, okay. One, Ollie, oh, I am so, I hope I didn't post my theory. I thought you had finished the book when I started posting theories. I'm glad I didn't say anything oh. else besides my one theory, which just was podcast guy was serial killer junior. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, um, I, <laughs> I posted something as I was reading. And about how I was on like page 112 and I had a theory and by the time I got to page 114, that theory was debunked. (laughs) um, What theory was was that? Yeah. I was, I thought he was the killer. I thought he was coming back and he he had been the person who'd done it in the first place. I I didn't even occur to me that he was your man's son. I was like, this guy is... There's something up about this dude. Like there's something. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I did briefly think he was the killer too. Oh, I fall on. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> but just like as in, as a ten-year-old, he stabbed her. That's what I was thinking. I was like, but then That's it, it tells about where he was and all this sort of stuff. I was like, well, it, it's not any more dark than uh, he right, did. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> I mean, there's exactly. so much darkness thrown around in this book. Also, if you're still listening, content warning for sexual assault. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, at Jesus. this point, yeah, a lot of stabbing. A lot of stabbing. Um, and a lot of mental health issues um, and yes. abuse. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and hoarding. Hoarding and mm-hmm. yeah, OCD, alcoholism. So. Which I kind oh, of already alcoholism. touched on. Mm. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of, there's a lot of content warnings yeah. in this book. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I thought that yeah. he was the killer's son as soon as we found out there was a killer son because we'd already found out there was that's a podcaster fair. in town. And I was like, that's who that is. <laughs> that's fair. And then no. also to like, think little thing like i like i that's yeah. something i liked how she kind of sprinkled in clues about that makes sense when you realize or confirm that he's yeah. his son like yeah. you know i mean the project to begin with why he knows so much about it um when naomi shows him the letter she got from the serial killer's son saying he wants to understand and he says oh this person and she thinks the guy's that that means the son is after her and he's like no this just looks like he just wants to like yeah. understand i was like well then that's because it's you yeah that made me laugh <laughs> i'm yeah. still not sure yeah. that you don't want to harm her but that's it's yeah because yeah. it's you <laughs> um yeah. and that his mom started punishing herself after we lost my dad by dating assholes yeah. like that's interesting why would she punish herself if your dad just like that died was... in a car accident or whatever that was my first inkling well actually the letter was when i was like it'd be funny if and then he said that about his mom and i was like mm, adding to that yeah like really painting this dad in this picture in a way right. that, mm, okay and then because it's not the a social lie. media or Cause yeah cause well, the lack killer of died. social media yeah and the lack of adult pictures of him really solidified it for me i was like oh yeah i know yeah. this is 100 percent him yeah uh and, he, and when he was like change names blah, blah blah i was like oh yeah, yeah okay yeah but okay. then when he kept reassuring her because when she does she does finally tell him the truth which is that she never actually saw this guy she never actually saw who was stabbing her um yeah. this ends up being a story of <sighs> cops just you know doing yeah doing a great maybe, job maybe here we should, maybe we should give like the, a, a brief outline of what actually happens to go. so what we're talking about is that the main <laughs> character is naomi and yes. when naomi was 11 she was stabbed and left for dead in the woods and herself um she she was rescued and brought out of the woods uh she survived and then between herself and her two friends mm-hmm. olivia and cassie um cassandra yeah cassidy um, cassidy, uh, cassidy yeah. sorry cassidy yeah. and uh, probably between cassandra the, yeah between the two of them 
or the three of them, they said that they saw this other guy who is a serial killer and they knew that he killed six other women or that he'd been linked to six other women. And then the girls were like, yeah, this is, you know, you definitely, we saw him in the woods. Didn't you see him as well, Naomi? And Naomi's like, yeah, I think I saw him. Then she was convinced effectively that she was. Uh Then we cut to 20 years later or whatever happens to be. And she gets contacted by this guy who's doing a podcast, a true crime podcast, like just about every mystery thriller book that i've read in the last five years it's fair yeah podcasting is definitely like ever but to be fair okay let's talk as three people with a podcast can we really talk (laughs) no no i didn't mean it like that i just meant like they all seem to start with oh well i was a podcaster was doing his research yeah so he contacts her and says look i want to ask you some questions and olivia who he had obviously contacted as well starts ringing her and she's missing all these calls and wants to talk about that night and all this sort of stuff. And you're left with like this idea that there's a mystery. Mm-hmm. When she meets Ethan, who later on turns out to be that serial killer's son, um, she strikes up a, a friendship with him and chats to him. There's a little bit of frostiness, whatever. This is not going anywhere in a romantic sense, but like she's a little bit... Friends with benefits, comfort, yeah. like comfort yeah. sex. Yeah, comfort sex and stuff yeah. like this here. Trauma bonding. Um, so... Then Olivia ends up dead, yes. um, who had been contacting her. So then Naomi realizes, wow, this is coming back into my life here. It can't be the original guy who'd stabbed her because he died. Yes, of cancer. So, Unrelated to what he was in prison. Like he never got he out. He was in yeah. prison. So we're then left in a situation where who has been doing the murders and we're left with about five possible people. Right. And at various points during the book, I genuinely believed it was any of the five. And I don't Same. mean that. Yeah. I don't mean that in a, that sounds like, oh, it not it great that the book made you feel like any one of them could have been, but that's a Scooby-Doo episode. Like, I don't, <laughs> like it shouldn't be. But sometimes adult anything. Scooby-Doo is fine. No, no, Megan, this is the thing. I, I don't mean this to sound like, like a negative. I know. There, I there, know. Are, there are sometimes people, people are going to love that. And just for me, it just felt like a little bit too. I'll tell you why. Um, just to compare, because this is the other book I'm reading at the minute, which is uh, Moonlight Mile by Dennis Lehan. It's the sequel to. I mean, to... I do love Dennis Lehan. Yeah, really. it's the sequel to Gone Baby Gone. I'm about three quarters of the way through this, and I've never thought beyond two people in the negative sense, mm. if that makes sense. Like, this is not the same sort of mystery or whatever. And I'm obviously not comparing <laughs> this author to Dennis Lehan or the, her book to this book, but. Maybe it's because I was reading the two of them at the same time, and and then that's so valid. Yeah, it just feels so like almost like hers feels almost fluffy in comparison, and it's like (laughs) oh, it could be this person, and then no, no, what about this person? Ooh, but let's over here look at this person. But what about this person? Sense a dark, cozy mystery. Yeah. Maybe less cozy than, say, less cozy. Adobo, yeah. Arsenic and Adobo. <laughs> no, no, no. I guess, like, it, but let's think about it. Like, the murders all take place off the page, you know, or you, we don't really... Off screen. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. we don't see, um, like, we start after... Well, actually, the first, yeah. it opens, basically, with someone finding, like, the two girls coming out coming of the woods out of the and saying our friend Naomi's was stabbed. Dead. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she her memories she admits as an adult of that day are just totally conflated with things she was told, things she read in the news. Yeah. Like she straight up could not testify now. 
Um, she does right. question her memories, though. Plus, Ethan plants that seed of, okay, but you were a little girl. You were 11. He was convicted, or he was connected to young women ranging from, like, 16 to 35. There was usually sexual assault and restraints involved. Yeah. Why would he just attack you and leave you for dead? Yeah. Um, I mean, I truly thought that this was even though that they were liars at, for a while that we've got Persephone in the mix of right. all of this that we haven't discussed which we find out is a dead girl's body mm-hmm. that had decayed over uh, by the time we realize who she is and everything it's about a year maybe 18 months of um, decay so they thought that they had found something mysterious yep. something leading to another world and what they had found was proof of an awful crime and there are points in the book that made me go maybe it was him mm-hmm. maybe that they, they did just stumble into it yes yeah, yeah. Um, because ethan gives her that theory of the quiet summer they're just thinking because no bodies were found for this particular time frame where he yeah. was killing in the summers usually um so that's what she ends up thinking that persephone as they called her this goddess that they were worshiping for the goddess game and making offerings to um was one of his victims and that's why he attacked her because she was sitting near where the body was and so he couldn't have a witness exactly yeah um so i think for me like one of the things was like who attacked her who's after her now is it related to the serial killer is it related to persephone is it somehow related to both that's what i liked as well was that it could have been any combination thereof i'm gonna be real i kept hoping there was a supernatural element too (laughs) i just if you're gonna invoke persephone Also, when I realized the other book I read by her, it's super supernatural. So I was like, I'm a little yeah, bummed now. Yeah, you were hoping it going to suck Just uh, again, for listeners, just in case anyone had read, Persephone is just the name they gave to the dead body. Yes. Man. It's not yes. the name of the person. And we find right. out no. much, much later on, like Why? 20 years later, yeah. who Persephone was. Um, which is another thing that... It's one of those things that kind of semi-annoys me. I, like, we're, like, I believe... You can, I, even as a child you can have your childlike wonder and you can have your oh we're playing the goddess game you find a body in the woods you're telling somebody like I, somebody is getting told like if you have a bully alpha bestie that yeah. it sounds like Cassidy was you're it is. not <laughs> yeah yeah i think if maybe if one of them found the, the body by themselves or maybe even just live in naomi by themselves without Cass, then yeah Cass, though, I don't know. Yeah, she's up to no good then. Yeah, that's that's putting it lightly. (laughs) That's another point. I I thought she was a red herring uh, throughout the vast majority of this book. I was going, it's too obvious. It is too obvious. Yeah, and that's the thing. It is too obvious. It had to be true, and that's why it's not the twist. The twist is, is that the the one thing that Naomi has thought was stable in her entire life, it's just as evil. Like, killed a a girl because he's just a nice guy. Like, the commentary on police and the commentary on guys thinking that they're a good guy or whatever, it's, Mm -hmm. that's another thing I just really enjoyed. Like, I entirely believe, especially considering the fact that the West Memphis Three, like, 
the those boys getting released 18 years later because proof has come out that they are not and that they were uh coerced into the confessions mm-hmm. that they gave and like the false memories and things i mean all of that happens yep. it does yes so i fully believe that a police a police officer looking to rise through the ranks to solidify his name those fbi's yep. most wanted man mm-hmm. yeah yep planted the idea and then we i also was not really expecting the parents to be as involved well that's that's the were. other thing i was i was getting yeah. coming to is and this like, this is where a, an extra twist for the sake of it is in the scenes or where the parents are, are revealing what had happened so the serial killer obviously had not been the person who had attacked naomi mm-hmm. um and we'll talk about who it actually was and why they did it in a few minutes but um it's revealed that the, once naomi survived that a group of people concocted this story to get the serial killer off the streets yeah so we know he's a serial killer right we, we just can't convict him of it but hey we we this is something that we can paint on him and the two girls who were with naomi that's olivia and cassidy uh their parents paid off Naomi's dad to, you know, not ask questions, uh, went to the police and the police were more than happy to put this guy behind bars. So as far as they were concerned, they were killing two birds with one stone. Yeah. But that's also a lot of people to be in on this conspiracy. And it never would have been revealed. Okay. Okay. But small town America, Mm -hmm. they hold their secrets. Yeah. And it's four parents like, protecting their kids, or yeah. they think they're protecting one kid in particular. They think we, this, yeah. it's, they uh, they think they, it's Liv that she, Olivia. They think that Liv's yeah stabbed when real really Liv stabbed once, and Cassidy tried to murder. I <laughs> know uh, she was just cleaning up her mess, you know, cleaning up Olivia's I mean, that mess. Is, My God, uh, that is a way of mm-hmm. twisting your life around in yeah. your head. I mean, there is some grade A shit going on there, but like. I mean, as a child of people from small town, like the bullshit my mother got thrown in jail, like shit happens, yeah. corrupt shit, and like people try to clean up their mess. Yeah, and also I want to add that it was those are Cass's words <laughs> about cleaning no, 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 up. I know, yeah. I know, but it's great, it's yeah. great. Sorry, Ollie, See, what? I was. What did you think about the the backstories about um, Naomi being molested as a child and stuff like that? With Naomi's oh, brother, with, yeah, yeah. With Cassidy's brother, I'm sorry, Cassidy's brother, yeah, Ugh, yeah, Cassidy. Yeah. I like okay as a kid who experiences that level of trauma, tr- like didn't get therapy, probably is handled in such a weird way, can't find a foot in the world, and probably just thinks. Mm-hmm. The level of thinking, if something bad has happened to me, why won't, why not other bad things? Which, and she also know. also had bad things happen before. Like, her mom left. Her dad's yes. an alcoholic. I don't know if he was hoarding back then. It didn't seem like it was as bad as, yeah. as now, because she was surprised when she yeah. shows up to see him. Both. Um, he was hoarding because there was something about he had taken something from his father and hoarding was part ah, of it. Ah, okay. So, yeah. So, she's, she also had that before the attempted murder yeah yeah that was so. oscar yeah um, <laughs> the brother name. and it and it sets up what's his name to be a hero again cody cody yeah, yeah. because he's, he's a nice guy 
Yeah, he's a nice guy. I kept thinking Chad. I knew it wasn't Chad, but yeah. that was all I kept thinking. I somehow made it, Cody. It gives real Chad vibes. <laughs> I made Cody Cassidy's brother in my mind. I forgot his name was Oscar. I don't know why. Yes, yeah. Oscar. Uh, I think so it was that, the two that's the reason. The reason I'm bringing, bringing it up is just because that felt like another one of those, is it this guy? Like, let's just talk about this guy Boy. for a little bit. And then... He was interested in Jesse. Mm-hmm. Jesse was another girl in the town who was roughly, was a little bit older. I was going to say roughly same age girls. I think she was 16 or 17 at the time. And she was having an affair with somebody who turns out to be the mayor. And you're like, did the mayor do it to, to cover it up? And it's just. And the mayor is their dad. The mayor is their dad. And you're yeah. like, there's a lot of yeah. stuff going on here. Like, and again, it's. It's trying to lead you away from. What's the best way to describe this? It's trying to lead you away from the obvious choice, and make you think it's not the obvious choice, and it wasn't the obvious choice, and who's the bad person involved in all of this? But the obvious choice is the obvious choice. They may not be the ultimate villain in this, but if oh, the no, mystery she's still a is fucking villain. No, no, no. What I'm saying is, if the mystery is who stabbed Neil, which time? <laughs> the first time the, or the, the other time. sixteen? The, the first time the first time or or the other sixteen. Okay. It's it's the two girls. They did it. Now I everything never that happens... suspected Olivia. No. That truly came out of left field for me. Olivia, especially like the implied fact that that Naomi isn't exploring her interest in women because it's only ever been Olivia. Well she did have that one girlfriend. Like, Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. But I just she never remembered approached... Rich, new guy. Yeah. yeah. But she never yeah. approached right. trying anything with Olivia. Like, never right. even broached the subject. Right. And they were, they just seemed to be just like best friends. And plus, okay. Did, did the book the ever explicitly say what Olivia's. Because there was some, she has some type of condition that made her obsess about things. And that's part of how that's we find out Cassidy convinced her to. That she was just obsessed yeah. with the I goddess don't... game and needed to make this last ritual, this last offering to the goddess, and it needed to be something big, as big as killing your friend. I, I don't think they ever say exactly what it is, but mm-hmm. it, like it's it's one of those vague, they're on the spectrum style mm-hmm. things, okay. which is, yeah. you know, be, and because it's, it's such a yeah. wide spectrum, that's what it is. But the reason it never occurred to me that it wasn't the two of them is because even if one of them did it, the other one had to have none. Yeah. So that's why I always just assumed it was a two. I didn't, it, for, I, again, most of my thought was, it was Cassidy and Olivia just stood and watched her. But once Olivia was killed, it kind of drove home to me there. that She was probably involved. Like, yeah. I mean, she, like she's, she's going yeah. to come clean. Cassidy's going to tell her. Yeah. And then when you, when you, read the thing that Olivia was the first person to to stab and but everything Cassidy like coercive control whatever it is you want to describe it as Cassidy is the one in power in the relationship between the two of them and Mm -hmm. convinces her to do it and that's believable to me it's just it almost felt like a letdown that when we got to that that's not the end of the book we still have oh oh oh, here's another big bad coming in I viewed it as <laughs> and part of this is just the fact that I have come out of a lot of toxic relationships in the past year and like 
the amount of drama that has dropped in my life because the amount of drama I like took in and put on to cover that up. And so like knowing all these other things that were going on around her, I mean, she, Oscar's not a good guy. He Mm -hmm. fucking sexually assaulted her and tried to rape her. Yep. And like her throwing herself at him for sex when she's 15 and, you know, periodically after, I mean, that kind of damage makes sense. And so I actually enjoyed, like, it felt real that there were other people that could be there. And even though at the end it was ultimately Cassidy, it's like when you watch things and it ultimately ends up being the fucking husband. (laughs) Always. Um, Like, I agree that it felt real to me about there being the different options. um, Because thinking about it from, like, putting myself in Naomi's shoes and I'm trying to figure out what happened, who truly did this to me. And just, I would end up suspicious of everyone. So when she finds out that Ethan is really out the, the, the serial killer's son, I, I mean, that's obviously suspicious in and of itself, but she's suspicious of yes. him. Then she's suspicious of Oscar. Cause what did he have to do with Jesse? Because he had that connection. The mayor, could the mayor have done it? Um, Which the mayor was having a relationship with Jesse. Right. And, you know, everybody who was over the age of, 25 is going oh honey he's never gonna leave his wife or you know you were just the newest side piece right but but that's see i think this is what is what has annoyed me about the book is my first thought is olivia and cassidy did it Uh and then the author has come along and gone what about this guy he molested her what about this guy he's related to the serial killer that they set up what about this guy? He's the mayor of the town and what I he just, has I, is a big secret where he's been is, hiding this big secret and maybe they stumbled across the big secret he's been hiding. Honey, so you he just don't like kill. thrillers. That's okay. No, no, it's not that I don't like thrillers. It's that... It is. It's the paint-by-numbersness of it where it's trying to dress itself up as being clever, but it's... I don't think it's trying to be I don't clever. Either. I think it is... T- I think it's taking something that is very, one, realistic, and two, very a little formulaic, to say things about, you know, again, that the police fucking suck. Yes. Um, And also, if you were Naomi, would you want to believe the obvious thing, that the two girls you went into the woods with are responsible for you getting stabbed? They did it. So that's that's the other thing. It's like, (laughs) that would be the last (laughs) thing she would want to believe. So, gotta explore yeah, the other options, no, and you know she was she was suspicious of everyone except for the one person she Cody that she should have should have been suspicious of. Um, yes. And actually, when she went to call him, I was like, "Can you not? Could you not? Could you just call the the sheriff, the new chief, or whatever who just came to town five years She's... ago?" She was the one person I did trust because she was not. From I know. I Chester. loved her. I loved. <laughs> call her. her for help. But this poor woman has been gaslit for the past twenty two fucking years and i don't know i just like again you screamed at me for how many years like that you didn't trust someone (laughs) congrats you were correct and then now like it's the same thing you just were yelling at her for not trusting and her instincts but again as someone gaslit for 22 years like I don't know. Maybe if she'd grown up a little healthy, she at some point would have realized in her teen years that Cassidy is fucking toxic. Could we all see that? Yes. 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 But could Naomi? No. Yeah. So, so yeah, probably like 
like one of her only friends. It was just her. Those were her two yeah. only friends. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I get why you don't like it. I do, but <laughs> but I also I feel like you're yelling about why, like, but thrillers are a problem, and it's like no, the, I don't mean it because thrillers can be great, and I've enjoyed like I, I, all the cozy mysteries you had. I, I'm, I'm loving them. Like this is brilliant. I'm not going. I'm, I'm I'm on board with all of this stuff. It's this one in particular, just genuinely feels like it's just a little bit too clever even even let's just talk about she rang cody right why didn't she ring the police officer she rang cody because he's such a trustworthy guy he's just such a nice cody wouldn't do anything wrong and he then as soon as cody, saved her multiple right. mul- no, multiple just, times just what? let me finish just Minimum. let me finish yes oh my god so again maybe maybe i'm maybe i'm gaming the system Maybe I'm looking at the fact that there's 42 pages left when she rings Cody. <laughs> and then my brain goes, well, I guess we're about to get a final last minute reveal of somebody being a dickhead. <laughs> oh, no. At that point, <laughs> yeah. I realized that, yeah, yes, like it, it was a surprise at that point. The, the, but, you know, her calling makes sense. that last person. It does. Yes, because he saved her from Co- from Oscar. He saved her in the woods. He, he's the one who found her and got her out of the woods to get to the hospital after she was stabbed multiple times. Yeah. And he also then visited her in the hospital a yes. ton and would play cards with her. Like he, well, I'm going to say this like I mean the actual words. Like he was being a nice guy at the time to her, yes. <laughs> you know. But um, also he so was she, trying to see what she remembered. Yeah. Like, yeah. Why was he stuff, in the woods so. in the first place to find her? So I, I really thought the twist was going to be that he stabbed her. At that point, bet, yeah. Like, not when the, we got to like yeah. the fact that he killed Jesse didn't surprise me, but also I really thought it was going to be revealed that he also stabbed her. Like he found her in the woods. Like maybe mm-hmm. Olivia stabbed her the first time and ran the fuck off, and you know, mm. well, see, he's going to be covered in blood carrying her already. As for as for the killing Jesse thing, like the parlor scene where he reveals all of this mm-hmm. and he <laughs> the I, I think it, the villain speech yeah, yeah. He, he he makes it very clear that in his mind uh that was an accident or right. he thinks it was an accident right but i mean she did accidentally also, fall wait he said he might have pushed her but <laughs> he pushed her because they were having he, an argument right, and but she then, hit her head then he left her in the woods i mean only for a few minutes but he left her on the side of the road next to the woods but then he never like <laughs> Back when he was 15 or 16, he left her on the side of the road. She was getting sick or whatever because she basically had a concussion, right? So she goes into the woods and she dies. My question is, did he ever tell anybody this? He did only... he ever say, I was with her on the day, he... I was there. Hello, police officer, if you're looking for this person, you might want to go check out this part of the woods where I left her the last day. No, because remember she said when she fell and hit her head, she said, I'm going to call Miller, whoever the cop was, and have him arrest you. And he already had something yes. against him. So he was like, oh, he got mad and he left. And then he came back because he felt bad. But she was gone. Then he goes to the mayor's house because Cass tells Naomi that she knew that her dad was sleeping with Jesse. And she knew what it meant when Cody showed up at her house, covered him a little bit of, little bit of blood, freaking out because he lost her, basically. Um, mm. So he did tell someone. But not someone to yeah. actually help go find her because I'm sure the mayor was just like, well, that's one less problem for me because my exactly. affair partner say, is... The mayor's like, here, take 10 quid or whatever. Right. Uh, well yeah. done. Thanks a million, Cody. Right. But it's the fact he kept that this quid. Entire... Try add some more zeros to that. Come on. Yeah. He probably put him uh, through school. He's responsible for his political career. That's like Cody 
just feels like such a weak villain to then... He also thinks he's a nice guy, too. No, no, I get that he thinks he's a nice guy. Uh, and convinced and then at himself the end, she just left. Like, she just left town. With none of her At stuff. the end, shoots Cassidy and stabs... Shoots Cassidy in the throat. <laughs> yeah, and then stabs Naomi. And you're like, alright, so, <laughs> nice guy who accidentally pushed the girl down. And you uh, know, kept this as a secret and now has uh, shoot somebody in the throat and tries to stab somebody else. I'm sure he also sees shooting Cassidy in the throat as saving Naomi again because it's after her villain speech about like the why that she was pissed off, really. <laughs> the most brilliant villain speech of all time. I, I was jealous of the fact that you two were better friends. Yes, that's what it I all mean... boiled down, which I kind of started to suspect yeah. when her damn funeral speech when she doesn't talk about Naomi at all. It's just her and Kat right. or her and Olivia were Same. best friends. And I was like, there was a third person your entire childhood, yeah. but okay. Um, but I'm sure he just sees it as saving Naomi, or I guess avenging Naomi in that moment because of Cass, like Cassidy's truth about why she did the things she did. I'm um, sure she's been blackmailing him too. Oh, she was. She was. Yeah, she blackmailed so like, him to that problem. Yeah, invest in her in her business because he she kept his name That's tag. That's right. His name That's tag right. that he was wearing the night Jesse fell got blood on it. Yeah. She must have had his coat on because she found it on the body, That's right. and she kept it. Real talk, I hope he had a great life insurance plan because his wife seemed fucking amazing and I hope she gets goddamn business and I hope she kicks ass and brings but that town back to life. He's alive, though. Oh, so, fuck, I thought he died. No, they arrest him. Damn it. And he's probably, I mean, he's going to jail. <laughs> but Yeah, but that doesn't give her life insurance. It doesn't. pregnant. With their third child. And just lost their expensive. main source of income. <laughs> Or did she make more than him? She was amazing. Uh, she know. was not in the book enough. No. Yeah, Cody, Cody's wife is great. Um, I still just don't buy him just deciding to shoot Naomi. I don't, it just doesn't, oh, it just Naomi. seems like. Because then like, his whole life, like, he knew she was lying when she said, oh, we could pin it on her. She, apparently she's not a great liar. She's got to get better at that. Um, you could pin it all on Cassidy. <laughs> it fits, including killing him. You can Lynn. pin it on her. I've done it before. Yeah. <laughs> but. His, what is he a state representative and he's got yeah. a third kid on the way you know his whole life yeah. that's you know why he was giving in to what's her name's blackmail so i do buy him turning on naomi that he would choose yeah. his life and going to jail over unless and then when naomi <laughs> naomi escapes and then gets to, to ring somebody but she also chooses not to ring the cassidy police. escapes naomi's the one who's the victim in all of this yeah. naomi's unless cassidy's parents pay him off to take the fall setting his kids up to be fine wait so again no naomi survives at the end cassidy gets shot in the throat. yeah is cassidy dead but still, yeah cassidy okay. is dead okay but still imagine to save face they have lost a child they the good don't child. know the reason why. They don't know re- the. I mean, the world may not know the reason why. I, you know, I don't. She didn't do the podcast. <laughs> so, <laughs> going to jail to be like, if you take the fall and don't include Cassidy in any of it, we'll pay to put your kids through. They'd have to school. pay Naomi off since she survived and would be telling everybody the why. Because Maybe, the other, the most, because as but she's said, already, she didn't, she but didn't call the cops. She, is, she called Ethan because the most important thing to her, while she was losing blood, but the most important thing to her was that they would know, that everyone would know Liv didn't do it, even though she 
she did, but like that's that fair, was, you know. But I don't know. I guess like as a as a lawyer could easily bring up and discuss how she has lied in the past. So why is she not lying now? Why, she, especially to you know, get the guy who saved her saved her a less sentence because um what is beauty and the beast What's shot that her stockholm stockholm syndrome sure but also you know hero worship maybe he did shoot her uh and maybe he also tried to kill her but you know he tr- also convinced her that cassidy did because she's clearly susceptible she pinned it on another guy blah 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 like i i feel like a lawyer would try to poke holes at her maybe I if she think- went to courts the hero worship is gone. The line is shooting oh, her in the back absolutely... and then shooting her oh, no, fingers no, no, no. off. I'm not saying that she still is. I'm saying that a lawyer mm. would use that to poke holes. So, like, I could see Naomi being like, it's not worth my time. Just for anyone listening, if you're ever in a situation where you're being traced through the woods and the person, the other person's got a gun and stuff like this, I recommend you don't call your favorite podcaster and... <laughs> We're not going to be able to help. Uh, I, I ain't going anywhere near. I'm not going to answer. Right, Ollie, Ollie, I know it's an unknown he, number. He's trying to shoot me. And I'm going, I'm a bed. Sorry, son. I'm in bed. Good luck. I'm also not going in the woods. I don't do woods. Okay, but real talk, like, it, uh, it's her favorite podcaster. That is it's also the, the only podcast. But it's also the only podcast we know that she listens no. to. Oh, no, that's not true. We it's know for a fact she's got, she's got Joe Rogan on speed dial. No, stop. <laughs> she is not a job. She just gives a proper Joe Rogan experience. Pan. She <laughs> absolutely listened to Joe Rogan because of Mitch and hated every minute of it. Well, it all comes back to Mitch being awful. Uh, In the car, Mitch all the time. Awful. I'm still not convinced Mitch didn't do it. Um, Mitch <laughs> I finished is, the book. Mitch deserves to die. And I, oh, okay, that's a little strong. He does, though, try to, like, he, she doesn't give him he doesn't ask for consent he just starts like trying to have sex with her when she comes back after she says olivia's dead right it's after she tells him her best friend is dead this is like before all the crazy crazy stuff oh i'm going to just comfort you and to have sex sex. with me no after we've broken (sighs) up basically like i mean i'm not saying that you know people sleep with their exes all the time but maybe not right after she yeah not right after she says her best friend is dead. Yeah. At least have some standards, right. Mitch. Come on. Right. Uh-uh. That and he's a writer who is basically like he asked her permission at first and then stopped. Yeah. But was that's taking her other, story yeah. for his story. Yeah, and wanted to go with her when she go because the reason she goes home is because the serial killer's dead, goes to see Liv and Cass. He wants to go with her to document it. Like this is not your story. Yeah. Get your it's own suspicious. trauma. Suspicious. Like, were, were you thinking this was like a murder she wrote situation where secretly Jessica Fletcher was a murderer the whole time, and you thought Mitch was like, a secret <laughs> murderer as well? I was suspicious of Mitch somehow being involved just because I also just didn't like him. So yeah, yeah. Um, but then the the son thing, I was like, I guess it could be Mitch, but I was like, no, it's one hundred percent Ethan. I thought about it being Mitch for like half a second and I was like, no, it's the podcaster doing the true crime yeah. podcast. I was also, That's as fair. I said, like 112 pages in, I was like, this Ethan guy, he's just, he has murder vibes written all over him. And then he it's does. like, uh, well, no, yeah, 
he wasn't. Because I wasn't sure yes, yeah. if, if he wasn't killing on his own. Like, when he tells the story no. about how he would invite girls into his car just to see if they would, like, take a ride from him. I was like... Yeah. But then no, I was like... that for me was a point where I, I realized who he was. And I was like, oh... Like, he was making sure that he wasn't his dad. Yes. Like, yes. that's so valid. I needed him but, to say like, that he didn't kill those women. And then I was like, okay, yes. I see what you were doing. Yes. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I need you to yeah. say it. But, I mean, how does he know he's not his dad unless he kills one of them and sees if he likes it? No, Ollie, <laughs> do you need to kill someone to see if you like it? Well, I'm, my dad never killed anybody. That's not the point. <laughs> how do, if my dad was a murderer, then I'd need to check to see if it's in my blood, like. And I feel like we need to get off of this boat before we make some interesting statements yep. here. <laughs> my dad loved uh, dogs. I love dogs. <laughs> I'm just saying. My dad loved dogs. I love dogs. His dad loved murder. He loves murder. You never, he never know. He needs to check it out. Like, just no, to, no. He tried. He tried. He went, I'm giving myself the opportunity to take advantage of someone and take a life. And I have no urge to do that. Hold on a second. Skydiving's great fun, right? Uh-huh. But sitting in the plane wearing a parachute is not the same thing as skydiving. Like, you can't go, mm, I was sitting in the plane wearing a parachute. I know I'm not going to enjoy skydiving. And <laughs> Ethan was in All a right, plane. Ollie, with... Ollie, Ollie. Yeah. You went on a date this, this recently. It did, yeah. And I'm just saying, how do you know you're not gay? <laughs> have you tried it? How do I know it? I'm not gay? Yeah. Have you tried have it? Have you tried it? Have I, wait, have I tried being gay? Mm-hmm. Have you tried having sex with another man? How this do you know you won't I'm just like saying, it? I'm just saying, I was born this way, and I don't want you to... Okay, so let me, let me, let me, okay, so is murder a choice, or is it? Well, something? yeah, you don't. You're not born murdering people. No, know? but with the desire to murder, the desire, like that's what Criminal Minds taught me. There's like the murder gene. That's what Riverdale taught me. <laughs> Betty has it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just like. I don't, I don't, I don't enjoy that you're comparing it to skydiving. That's not the same thing. What are you thing. talking about? You got the thrill. Ollie, <laughs> this conversation is uncomfortable. You, you said that Ethan got these girls into the car to see if he had the desire to murder them. And it's like, he knew he didn't. And I was like... If right, murdering um, them is the thrill, like the no, um, I think. How okay. do you know you don't want to murder someone? Wait, oh, when did I say I didn't? Oh, I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> I think, right, like Ollie. with your skydiving comparison, if you're in the plane with the parachute on, you know you're going to do the next thing, and you're looking forward to doing it. Like he didn't know. Nervous thing. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. He didn't know. And them getting in the car was the like, oh, no, I don't want to take advantage and murder you. I'm just saying, maybe Ethan should have done one. He should have just done one, right? And then then he would know for certain he didn't enjoy it. He could have turned himself in. He's like, you know what? Okay. I'm not like my dad. Ollie's population I'm a single murderer, not a serial murderer. Ollie's population control 
theory is wonderful. <laughs> what do you mean population control theory? <laughs> That's entirely what you're predicting here is that everybody needs to, at some point in their life, decide whether Whoa, or not they enjoy not... murder by going and murdering someone. No, not everyone. Just I'm anyone sorry, related to a murderer? Anybody? How do you know like... you're not related to a murderer? He knows because his dad got caught. It's true. The Golden State Killers family didn't know that he was a fucking psychopath. Like, uh, yeah. Listen, all of them people are pretty dumb. Suspicious of no, that's the whole fucking point. <laughs> They're all super what? suspicious. We're moving on their... at this point. <laughs> They've Stephanie? all got the blood Stephanie. of serial killers. Stephanie, please yeah. tell me what media books you have been or books you have been enjoying recently. Wait, and do we have to give it a, a rating? To... Yeah, fine. We could still give a rating for this book. <laughs> What's the rating, Ollie? What is your rating? I'm going to give it a two point five out of five because okay. It's actually not the worst book I've read. And as much as I'm, I'm giving it a hassle here, a lot of this is tongue-in-cheek. I, it's a well-written book. She's a good author. <laughs> and uh, mostly I'm just writing up. Well, will you read uh, Rules of Vanishing uh, with me next month? Not for the podcast. We can talk about it on the podcast. I like, have no idea what that is, but yes, it's I will. The, it's the it's other the... one of hers that you read, right? Yeah. I yeah. I am curious. I just want to know what you think of... Uh, it's a more supernatural horror book i'll drop it in our group chat yeah um i also but want to I just read it bought it yeah <laughs> i truly enjoy it um and, and would be curious of your thoughts it's not a series just to confirm okay let's just make we're just getting here this is definitely not a series yep it's recorded it is not a series You've got a witness it is recorded <laughs> goodreads is confirming Yes. Okay. I can't wait for next month off. You're like, actually, guys, I'm gonna write a sequel. <laughs> if you don't like it, that's cool. I just, I'm, you know, I need to figure out what Ollie likes outside of just straight up fantasy, which I don't read. So I don't read much. Maybe we should pick another book that's designated as a thriller because he liked the cozy mysteries that's that are true. designated as cozy mystery, right? Yes. This I would not say is a cozy mystery. Definitely a mystery of the whodunit, but more of a thriller yes. mystery. So maybe we also pick another thriller down the line that's yeah. fair okay and um, also just to, uh, just to reiterate i'm a grumpy old man so <laughs> so a lot of times i'm going to be grumpy and i don't want i'm on no ill will and a lot of the times i am genuinely just pushing, pushing hey the no i mean that is entirely the whole podcast i'm sure but, but Megan, also, how like, do you know if you you're willing somebody? to you're willing to try another fucking book by this woman. I hate you so much. Why are we friends? Um, you're willing to try another book by this yes, woman. And that is awesome. And that is all I ask. It's just another shot. And if you don't like her after, that's totally cool. Um, what media and or books have you been enjoying this past month, Stephanie? Slash, what are you excited for in March? Okay. Oh, my rating. I would give this a five. That's what I gave it on Goodreads. Fair. Really enjoyed it. Fair. Um, I started, so I went from this to like, let's do something light. And I've had love and other disasters sitting on my to be red shelf for a very long time. It's a romance. It takes place on the set of a cooking competition. And that's like, Hell yeah. that's like everything right now because we've been watching Next Level Chef, which Gordon Ramsay is not really okay. my dude because like I associate That's him the one with like in the lift, yeah, the the, the elevator that comes okay. up and down with the food, and there's like the basement okay. level, the middle level, and the top level. Um, Richard Blaze is on there. Um, oh my god, what's your name? Oh my god, 
I'm have to look her name up because I can't believe I don't remember. I saw the commercials for it. I like I wasn't really paying attention to who the other chefs, the three of the three chefs are, but Gordon Ramsay's yeah. not really my guy. Because I just yeah, associate him with like the yelling, the toxicity. Um, yeah. But it's hit Naisha, Naisha Arrington, Richard Blaze. Oh, I do and like Gordon her. Yeah. Yes. And okay. then I think we must have gotten the commercial because it came on after the Super Bowl, and we were like, yeah, let's watch this. So we've been really into that. Um, guys, grocery okay. games. He's just giving away all of his money. Tournament of Champions has started. <laughs> I saw ad for that. I need to f- see Listen, if I could find it on one of my streaming so, services. I'm uh, so excited. I filled out my bracket. Especially, <laughs> this is the only bracket oh, I care I about. Do that. <laughs> Have you watched? Uh, it was so I went to California for a week, and uh, the only station I got TNT for my morning time, which I went watch Charm and Supernatural, yes. and then for nighttime I got uh, Food Network. And then TBS at some point around like 10 o'clock California time, George Lopez came on. Oh, it was great. I could go to bed. But there was this grudge match. Chef yes, show that's the other that one. Started. That's the other one. Oh, my oh, God. It's so good. It's so good. Oh, oh. They like put up their like favorite knife like for whatever their beef is. Like there was one. It was Shoda and Stephanie. I uh, like both from Top Chef. He, she beat him uh-huh. Iron Chef, I believe. That was that one seemed okay. to be more of like a lighthearted, like we're actually legit friends. There have been a couple where I'm yeah. like, you don't like each other. <laughs> like, oh, I need to watch because mm-hmm. I watched with the two guys from Chopped. Uh, the woman, I can't remember anybody's name from Chopped, but the Indian woman who Mini. I love. And Christian. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I really enjoyed it because I was like, no, I really feel like this irks the shit out of you. But also, I know you guys love each other. Right. You've... But like, this is genuinely something mm-hmm. that you're like, fuck you. I don't like this. Yeah. I don't like that this happened so... or you beat me here. Yeah. That's the other one. So a lot of yeah. cooking shows. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm trying. Was there anything else <sighs> that we've been watching? I think there is. And I don't remember. That's fair. If you do, let us know. Yeah, or you'll say that you've watched it. I'm like, oh, that's what we're watching that too. (laughs) (laughs) Anything off the top of your head that you're excited for in March? Um, Okay, so you might have been ready to bring this up. Scream 6. I don't know when I'm going to see it. I was hoping you would. (laughs) I don't know. That's fair. Having the baby. I don't know if we're going to be able to see it in March. I hope so. Um, That's fair. When it drops on Paramount Plus, I will send you my. Yes. Yeah, 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 very much looking forward to that, and I believe Top Chef is also starting in March. It is, and it's like Top I Chef have... International. Yeah, I have Top Chef World something, mm-hmm. whatever it is, on Peacock, and I need. I think it started. What? So no. I, I'm not a hundred percent. Maybe it's just the ad. Maybe it's just telling me that it's coming. I'm looking right now. <laughs> cooking shows. I love my cooking shows. <laughs> We've also watched oh, another one, um, Bake Squad on Netflix. It's Milk Ooh, Bar creator Christina Tosi. It's like a, it's it's like com- yeah. competitive, but like they work, they're like friends. It's like not yeah, yeah yeah. Someone comes on, they make like the four chefs make their version of whatever for their birthday, their wedding, their whatever, and then they get to pick the winner. And then they're always super happy for each other. March yeah, 9th. I like it when, yeah. when people are happy. In March yeah. 9th. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and another yeah, one. I have. Uh, I don't remember what it's called, but it's basically like Great British. It's like Great British, but like professionals. Yeah, I saw oh, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, the new Great British Bake Off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it is it the Bake Off or the Master Chef professionals? It's not because either if, one is great. I don't know if it's called Master Chef. Sure. I. It's hosted there's actually. There's a Bake Off. Oh, it's because one of the contestants from Great British is like 
the melon sue of it him and another guy yeah yeah yeah, um, yeah that's that's the breakout okay. professionals then yeah so it's just that that's what bbc did a lot which is they'd have whatever their show was and then say professionals so <laughs> it like in masterchef i know there's a u.s masterchef but masterchef yeah. british was like this really twee like like even nicer and friendlier than oh. great british bake-off way back in the 90s and then they had what was the, that became the American one, like the you know everything's really intense. And you have to impress John Turrod, and he's a Michelin star chef, all this sort of stuff. <laughs> um, but then they had uh, Master Chef Professionals, where they had actual professional chefs come in and do the exact same things. And then you're just watching these unbelievable chefs doing like amateur techniques, and you're like, yeah, 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 I can understand why these guys are pros. Like this, yeah. this guy is chopping that <laughs> onion. It's, it's good all of those professional things um megan you were gonna ask me what i've been reading yeah so what i have the, uh, yeah i have been reading dennis land books this is the the third one i've read in the last couple of weeks uh i read mystic river i read gone baby gone and this is the sequel to gone baby gone called moonlight mine this is an unbelievably good book i it's set 16 years after gone baby gone which has a movie and the movie's really good and i if you did said to me what is the sequel to gone baby gone like I would not have told you 16 years later, she's mad that the events of Gone Baby Gone happened where oh, she was saved from, <laughs> she was rescued from being kidnapped and she is not happy that she was rescued from being kidnapped. Wow. Uh, and then I won't go into anything more because it's like a little bit of mystery in there. I've also been reading Salem's Lot. Um, I, I've gone through a bit of a Stephen King phase. Uh, it's fine. It's... <laughs> It's it's like good. That's it's like good. Stephen that's King. Good. It's like it's yeah. if you like King, you're gonna like this. If you don't like King, this isn't gonna change your mind. Um, I read I read Pet Cemetery uh, before this, and Pet Cemetery is a wonderful book. And I do enjoy is, Pet Cemetery. Yeah, this is not quite as good, but it's it's enjoyable. And then fantasy wise, I've been trying to read um, authors that I've never read before or that I kind of would have overlooked as a kid. So I came across a guy named Angus Wells, who um, was writing at the same time, Robert Jordan and Raymond E. Feist and all these guys that I loved as a kid. And I never, never bothered to pick them up. Turns out he's a great writer. So if you come across the Kingdom series by Angus Wells, I highly recommend it. As for TV shows, The Last of Us. Hell yeah. Peerless, it is. Have you started it, Stephanie? So good. uh, That's okay, that's okay. No, that's and fair. I want it's... to because especially with my little naughty dreams about what's his name there. <sighs> oh, Pedro! Yeah, uh, he's a beautiful man. I think there is two at this point. One more episode, two more episodes. I think nine in the first season. Yeah, but it is gut wrenching. Like yeah. I've so seen a lot of posts about it, so I'm like, all right, I have to brace yeah. myself. Yeah, actually, his George's parents yeah. watched the first episode. And his mom was like, I can't because she's like, it gave her like walking like the. The clickers, she's like, this is not for me. <laughs> Walking Dead was not no, for me. No, that's fair. If, yeah. yeah, if you don't like zombies or right. horror kind of stuff, it's not. Right. But I know of you. the game. Yeah. Well, well, also the first, the first episode. What happens, uh, is heart wrenching. Like, yeah, it is just like, and as somebody who did play the game and greatly enjoyed, mm-hmm. you you play that as in the game yeah. play as whatever happens and i don't want to spoil mm-hmm. it for people no no, but no yeah like, yeah um but watching it again on the show and i was like oh fuck 
that doesn't get any easier to watch. Jesus. Um, but yeah, it's. Like How do you comparing... feel about the changes that they've made to the game? Then I'm I haven't played perf- the game. I'm perfectly happy with them. Changes, yeah. changes that are there to to make it uh, like everything that gets adapted needs to be changed in some way. Like Absolutely. they had to cut Tom Bombadil out of Lord of the Rings. That's nonsense, right? It, it's just waffling. <laughs> Uh, what his entire character and uh, I'm delighted he took it off I think it's a genius move and it's great um, the changes that they made to this streamline the story allow it to move forward and the video game has a ton of set pieces you don't need to see set pieces if you want to see set pieces and zombies watch seasons 3, 4, 5 and 6 of The Walking Dead and be bored off no, your agreed. ass agreed. Like, whereas this is a zombie show with four scenes of zombies in the last mm. first seven episodes yeah. and you don't they, need them because they're used so infrequently and it's still yeah. and you don't like it's you don't know what's gonna happen That's yeah interesting because yeah. the sto- they're like, terrifying the people storyline is what pulled me into because i had a big fear of zombies like yes. I had nightmares after watching Shaun of the dead even though i loved it so i was like i'm not watching the Aww. walking dead and yeah. then max was telling me about it but he was telling me about like rick like the coma and then his wife sleeping with the bed right Sleeping with the best friend, and <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, it's anyway, fine. Just talking about all like the uh, the personal stuff. That's what pulled me into that show. So I feel like I'm yeah. gonna like this one once I get around to watching Plus, it. Just yeah. just to say, like the friend is John Berenthal, and I'm not gay as we've discussed earlier. <laughs> but you know, for John Berenthal, I could be. You know, I just <laughs> just just want to put that out there, John. If you're listening, give a call. I winked there. The I realized it's a podcast. He's Shane in the show. Oh, that's yeah. fair. Oh, I love him. I have an entire pitch about how they should do another um, Trimmers with not With Kevin him Bacon. instead of Fred Ward. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. He looks like yeah. a more handsome Fred Ward. Yeah. He, like, the, no, no, no. Have Fred Ward there too. Like, father, son, this shit up kind oh. of thing. Or brother, father, sure. brothers it up. Or whatever you want to do. But, like, they look so much alike. Is Fred Ward. Is he still with us? Oh. I don't actually know. I don't know. He may, may I have think, passed. I think he may have passed. Oh, fuck. Wow. R.I.P. But I 100% would love to see him in a Tremors movie. I think he would. Yeah, he'd be in fantastic. A Tremors movie. Yes. Yes. Uh, anything Aww. you're excited for in March? Oh, is he? Oh, in that's May so sad. of last year. Oh, yeah, fuck. I was thinking. I was thinking was because I watched all the Tremor movies last year, and there must have been some mm. reason that kicked me off. That to would do, do it. it so. That's fair. Brad and I both love them. I unironically, so we just watched. Oh, there's them no, the there's no, there's nothing ironic about the first Tremor no, 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 movie. Yeah. It is. Oh, it's so fucking it's cracking a movie. Yeah, it's um, a banger. Um, what about yourself, I, Megan? What have you been reading, stroke watching? Uh, reading, I'm currently reading Tom Felton's uh, Beyond the Wand and like learning that he, like the way he got into acting, the (laughs) fact that he was just like, he's the youngest of four boys and so like a lot of like apparently he just was the biggest troublemaker of anywhere and he just sounds like he's read. I'm doing the audiobook because I love when people read their own books Mm -hmm. And he just giggles as he's like remembering things. It's enjoyable. <laughs> I highly recommend it. That's delightful. Um, he's like, he talked about how it took three movies before he would talk to Alan Rickman more than just like a scared high. And like how he met Emma Watson. I won't spoil, but it is fucking hilarious. 
And yeah, no. Did she say, like, go on, Den, show us some magic? No, uh, not at all. Um, yeah, no, he just seems like a really chill dude that um, he talks a lot about how his brothers kept him from getting too big in the head and like he really attributes to the fact that he's still just a very down-to-earth guy and the fact that he had three older brothers apparently his brother chris was like a big deal fishing wise um and wait his brother is chris felton yes seriously yes oh no idea who that is (laughs) fuck off (laughs) fuck you i hate you so much ollie (laughs) <laughs> He's a big dude in the fishing board. Uh, I don't fucking know. Ollie, I don't know. I don't understand Ireland at all. Fuck off. Anyways, um, we've also been watching The Last of Us. Uh, that is what I genuinely do wait for Red to watch. So we're watching it tomorrow night. Um, watching Poker Face, which is... Uh, it is a we we've been talking a lot about uh whodunits versus uh how get caughts or something like that because mm. uh, so poker face follows the Columbo storyline of you see the the murder and then you watch as um I just forgot her fucking name I love the show it's Natasha Leone's character solve these mysteries and it's fucking it just it's a fucking delight it's Ryan Johnson like. If you love Knives Out, mm-hmm. Glass Onion, or that Star Wars movie, or any of his other stuff, because Ollie and I have seen another one of his fucking movies that was just weird as hell. Mm. Um, just a, all of it's great. On, it's a, on a tribute to Columbo. Just on a complete random thing, I actually do know who Chris Felton is. Did not know that he was Tom Felton's brother. And uh, yeah, he used to present um, a Good Morning Britain <laughs> on, on... So basically the equivalent of Good Morning... <laughs> America. <laughs> um, uh, didn't didn't know that if you'd have told me his name was Chris Felton and he was Tom Felton's brother, did not know that. But he he used to be come on and talk about oh yeah, we could do like, stuff in so, the garden and stuff like. Yeah. There's a there's an apology somewhere. There, right? <laughs> oh sorry, um, I'm sorry, Megan. Thank you. Okay, thank you, <laughs> you jackass. Um, so yeah, I've been Chris watching Felton? those. We also are really fucking loving Traitors, which is Mafia or Werewolf um, with Alan Cumming hosting. There's a British version as well that is also available in America that we can't wait to watch. Um, With Davina McCall, the original host of Big Brother. Oh, exciting. Um, And then in March, uh, Yellow Jacket Season 2 starts. Um shit there's another thing what else comes out in march that i was really fucking excited about there were three things dungeons and dragons does oh. it oh i am excited for that that's not what i was thinking about i know cocaine uh, bears coming oh, came out this past weekend yeah, i'm, I'm just... excited to see that scream six we're going uh either we're going opening weekend i'm seeing it with josh yes. and robin who yes. is my oldest friend who also loves scream i'm so fucking excited yes. gonna wear my scream uh, earrings and my scream shirt or my Woodsboro i have high shirt. uh I have a uh, based on the book by Gail Weathers. Sure. <gasps> oh, yes. The Woodsboro That's, Film Club. Yes. <laughs> oh, I love that. Oh, I fucking just uh, so much. Anyways, yeah, John March is a That's a great March. movie. Really? Is it? Mm-hmm. John, man, March is oh like God. the new. Uh, no idea. Sh- Shazam two. 
I don't care about that as much. Me either. I also Didn't watched like Marcel the Shell with Shoes on. It is a fucking delight. It is an A24 movie based on an old YouTube series that um, Jenny Slate and her ex-husband Dean, I'm not even going to pretend I remember his last name, did. And they made a movie, A24 produced and released it. It is about Marcel the Shell with shoes on trying to find his family with social media. It is a fucking oh delight. It will make you cry such happy tears because he's so fucking adorable. Him and his grandmother, Connie, this other little shell that has an accent because she's from the garage. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, if you need something to feel... Oh, Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso season three starts yes. March 15th. Trailer dropped a day. Thank you. Oh, okay. I have to look for that too now. Yes. Thank you. Yes. It was very good. I um, was distracted and I need to go rewatch it, but I know it's going to make me cry. Also, if TikToks and reels of Ted Lasso, every time I find one of the group singing, Hannah Waddington, Waddingham, let me try that again. Hannah Waddingham is in the middle just having the fucking time of her life singing. I love her. Yeah. She's great. (sighs) I also watched Fall, which was... I thought would be stupid. It's about these girls getting stuck on top of a twenty-two. Oh yeah. Oh pole. yeah. I I recommended yeah. that the you last did. time we were on an episode. That's you great. Did. It yeah. was. I actually ended up seeing it. It's a delight. You did. It's a I really good realize... movie. <laughs> That's why it was on my radar. I knew it. It's been on my radar, and it was the old only airplane movie that I hadn't seen. So it was like, all right, I'll fucking give this a try. It was good. I, when twist? I watched it, I was like, "This is uh, this is going to be." And I'm not a big fan of this sort of movies to say. And then, no, from, me either. From the first minute they stepped foot on yes. the ladder, I was like, "Right, I'm tense. I'm tense." And then I finished yes. up. I was like, "Oh, I was tense that whole way through. What was this? This <laughs> yeah. is excellent." Yeah, and the yes. twist is a legit twist. Yeah, I uh, need to see it on an actual screen instead of just a plane. Um, So it's another one that I'm like, Red, we need to watch this. Uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan being the dad that's just like (laughs) five minute max. Like, good for fucking him. I love that he's everywhere. He's just, it's brilliant. He's like, oh, no. Uh, And then when he rang up the other girl, I thought later on I was going to be like, oh, it's going to be revealed the two of them have been like jeffrey dean morgan was having the affair with the other girl oh no no i 100 percent called that but it's chad it's chad from scream i am so fucking excited for scream and yellow jackets that's so much jasmine savoy brown in one month i am so fucking excited i have the biggest crush on her she is so wonderful it's so great to hang out with you guys yeah it's been way too long it has been. Uh, we will be getting together in the month of March to read the sequel to a book we have previously read where, and I have apparently closed the title, so let me reopen it. Blackmail and Babika by Mia P. Mana, Manasala. Manasala. So Glad you pronounced that because I would not have been. <laughs> let me try it again. Blackmail and Mabinka by Mia P. Manasala, uh, which is the third book in the Tia, uh, Tita Rosie's Kitchen Mystery Series. We talked about, I think we talked about the first two actually on the podcast at mm-hmm. this point. Yeah. 
Yeah, because right? I read yeah. the first two. Yeah. You guys talked about the first one, and then I That's read right. both of them. Yeah. yeah. Or, yeah. I don't know if we actually talked about the first one, but we both read it and loved it. And That's then fair. we did the second one. You read the first one, then, yeah. Yeah. then we all did the second one. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I like that, uh, you know, based on the title, um, it doesn't imply murder. You know, maybe a good thing this time, maybe nobody dies. <laughs> we shall see. We shall see. <laughs> Just blackmail finger. Right. With a side of murder, but maybe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anybody have anything they want to promote? Okay, so we're recording this on the 27th of February, which is yeah. uh, Sarah If Decker's birthday. So, oh, number one, happy, yeah. birthday, Sarah. happy birthday, Sarah. Uh, and number two, always listen to her podcast. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. For Media sure. Evil. Yes. It's, it's a brilliant podcast. Um, yes. Even listen to the episodes that I guessed on. I did one on the Rings of Power. So, if you want to hear me talk about how um, sometimes adaptations do make mistakes, feel free to listen <laughs> to the one on Rings of Power. Um, uh, and I'm a hundred percent certain that I'll be doing the yeah I am I would be doing the episode on Dungeons and Dragons at some stage. Oh, that's weeks, so because when I excited. Out, be talking about that with Tracy Tanoff, so I know Tracy. Oh, excited! Oh, please tell Tracy I said hello. I have not talked to her in forever. Oh yeah, she's one of your New York crew. She oh. is, yeah. Um, Stephanie, <laughs> outside of your baby, who's absolutely <laughs> gorgeous, anything you've got to promote? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, working mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's basically it. I'm just glad to be back yep. to reading. Let's. We're gonna start there. Yes. Maybe video games yes. will come back. Who knows? <gasps> Get wild. So exciting. Yeah, I mean, yes. Scream Six is the first order of business, though, for being oh. real. But yes, just, I can't wait to talk to Tear Six. Is coming out in the next few months. Did they um, finally give a date? No, he gave a gameplay. Um, demonstration or he's giving a de- gameplay demonstration at some stage this week and then holy shit i'm so excited for that. it's a sequel to stardew valley uh, so. it's nice it's it's spiritual sequel they, yeah sorry not his the actual second game it's not an actual sequel it's a yeah but it's still another pixelated oh i'm so fucking excited i'm still I... sad we didn't get spellbound because you know it was basically going to be like harry potter without having to feel like a cunt for <laughs> <laughs> oh, hopefully by next time we record, I will have covered up my Harry Potter tattoo. I have a very oh. exciting idea. Uh, and hopefully have a new tattoo nice. as well. We'll see. I don't I know. I have no idea What's how that? to cover this one. That's just black ink. On What's my... that say there? It's Expecto Patronum with the Deathly Hallows as oh. the A in Patronum. In the font, yeah. of course. Yeah. Yeah. Just find a tattoo artist that you like and want to work with and talk to them about it yeah i'm not confident i'm very i I just have the the deathly hollow so i'm gonna split it yeah but we'll talk about that next time um as for megan congratulations um, on your new job by the way yes thank you oh yeah yeah, and your new hair you You got all this new stuff going on thank you yeah and your new new apartment yes yeah no i've been we've been here about six months now but yeah it's pretty great that's newish Um, and and your new appreciation of the works of chris felton um, Fuck amazing off. fisherman. Um, <laughs> I show run a podcast that uh, at some point soon will be called Welcome to Reddington, and I'm just going to keep calling it that at this point. Um, it is an 
actual play improv audio drama where we take away all the dice rolls and there's a lot of improv coming up. Ollie will be on it this summer. Um, it's very fucking exciting. His character is wonderful. We will talk about it as we get closer. I just want um, to apologize to whoever's editing that because I um, Alex, who is a fucking god, and you should, yeah, he is amazing. Um, but I also have a podcast starting March 1st uh, where I guested on another Monster of the Week podcast uh, over at Hot Dice, which um, the miniseries is called Revelations and Redemption. And I played the Pararomantic. Her name is Harleen Parker. She is an Alexis Rose-inspired bored socialite who went in uh, on an adventure one summer and learned to become one of the world's best thieves <laughs> and then tried to rob from Bigfoot and fell in love. Oh my. Mm. With Bigfoot? Yes. I have to listened... say about Bigfoot? <sighs> Anyways, yep. I have listened to the first episode <laughs> The trailer is up. Just search for the podcast, or if you want to search for Once Upon a Monster of the Week, it's the trailer's there as well. Um, my friend Isaiah, who plays Barnabas uh, in Reddington, in, is playing... Um, I'm not going to pretend to remember names, but I listened to the first episode last night. Those guys are fucking wonderful. The podcast is fucking amazing. It drops March 1st. Go check it out. I think it's like a five or six episode of any series so nice yeah wander uh gm'd it and he is just a lot of wonderful energy and the fact that he doesn't absolutely hate me for harleen is a blessing so <laughs> she's the most obnoxious character i've ever played and it is so fun but yes we'll be back at the end of march yes. so join us then bye yay bye